Hello, thanks for joining us for this episode of IT Overdrive, where Kelly Harrod, CEO of Harrod Technology, helps you solve and prevent IT nightmares. Kelly's been providing IT solutions for small and mid-sized companies since 2000. That's why he's here, to bring ideas and information that can help you stop struggling with IT problems and gain peace of mind. Yeah, I can tell you a good story. So we have a particular client. They are a law firm and it's a client I've had for quite a while. Not day one, but not long after. The two partners at the time, this was probably five or six years ago, at the time were personal friends of mine. I knew them both. I had known them both for a while. And they had a remote access system they used so they could work from home, as most people do. The one they were using was outdated and, frankly, was was very insecure. And we had told them many times that, you know, we needed to put in a higher level of security here, um, lock this down. We had started seeing some breaches into networks using this exact remote access tool they were using and kind of harped on them for probably a good four or five months about installing the new security system. It wasn't expensive at all. Uh, In fact, it was very inexpensive. The problem was it added one more layer of password that the attorneys would have to type in. So instead of putting in their password once, they'd have to put it in twice. And they saw this as a, you know, a huge inconvenience. So they they kept pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. So four or five months down the road, we're coming to, I can't remember if it was Memorial Day or Labor Day, but one of those two. And we had really been pushing it and they finally gave us the sign off. Okay, let's order the software. Let's get it in place. Let's go. It's time to do this. So we ordered, we had the software in, it came in on the Friday before Memorial Day, I believe. So we contacted, contacted their admin there and said, we've got the software, let's put it in place, have it ready to go for the weekend. She came back and told us, no, they're going to want to work all weekend. It's a long weekend. And, um, you know, this is not a good time to do it. Let's wait and do it next week. As you can imagine, Over the weekend, I get a call Sunday morning about seven o'clock from one of the attorneys, and he is telling me that he can't open any files on his network. So, of course, I hop in, I remote in, and yep, they've been hit with ransomware. All their files are encrypted, and it's all locked down, and, and they can't get to anything. The hackers had a message up on the screen of the server telling them that they had been hacked, uh, their files were encrypted, and they wanted at the time, I believe it was three Bitcoin, which was equivalent to about $8,000. Actually, I take the back, it was about $10,000 at the time. Right now, that'd be about uh, $130,000, but you know that's neither here nor there. The partners came back and said, well, what can we do? And we said, well, Thankfully, 
you guys do have a great cloud backup system in place just for such an occasion that we can go and pull your backup down. We'll take about two hours and restore all your files and you're back in business. So logging into the backup system, we found that all backups had been deleted. As we start backtracking to find out why all backups had been deleted, we find that the admin had logged into the backup system in her browser and had decided to save her password to the backup system in the browser. The hackers used her computer then to search her history, found the backup system, found that she had saved the password to the backup system, had logged in and deleted all the backups. So now they were in more of a pickle. Uh, The only option then was to pay the hackers the Bitcoin to get the decryption key to get their files back. So at that time, um, Bitcoin was a little newer. Uh, it was a little not as easily accessible, uh, readily available. And so I'd never bought Bitcoin, knew what it was, but had never purchased it. They were asking, well, how do we how do we buy this? How do we get to it? So we started doing the research. We're now into Sunday afternoon of Memorial Day weekend and find out, well, you can buy Bitcoin. But the problem was you can only buy Bitcoin in $250 increments every other week. You have to build a reputation to be able to buy Bitcoin. Well, at $10,000 worth of Bitcoin, it was obviously going to take us a long time to buy that much Bitcoin which wasn't going to work for this particular law firm, obviously, would put them out of business. So we start doing a little more research and come to find out there are Bitcoin brokers out in the world that will allow you to buy large chunks of Bitcoin at you know a, a premium, obviously, and then they build some, some profit into it as well. Uh, so we got on a site that had Bitcoin vendors, and it was even kind of like eBay where all of them had ratings and, and uh, you know, told what area they were in and how to contact them and what the limit of Bitcoin they would sell you. So we came across one that was in Dallas. They all communicate by text. We started texting back and forth. Here's what we need to do. Here's how much we need. Uh, he came back and said, yep, I can sell that to you. Here's what it'll cost. And it's cash only. So, of course, now we're kind of rolling into Monday, which is Memorial Day. And we need $10,000 worth of cash. And the banks are closed. But apparently our attorney, whose office is actually in his bank building, got a hold of his banker, explained the situation. Somehow got the banker to go and pull $10,000 of cash out of their account on a Memorial Day put it in a nice uh, briefcase, and the attorney went and picked it up from him. So I contact the Bitcoin broker and say, I've got the cash. You know, how does this work? So he says, well, I'll meet you somewhere. He said, where are you at? I told him I was in Arlington, Texas. He said, well, we'll, I've got to come to Arlington. I've got a couple of things I need to do there. So I'll just meet you uh, at at a Starbucks there. And I said, well, how about this? Let's meet in the lobby of my client's building. There's a bank there. I know they're closed, but I know they'll have cameras and a security guard there, and I'd feel more comfortable. He said, absolutely. 
So the funny part was I'm in communication with the attorneys. I'm communication with my CTO. And I have this briefcase full of $10,000 in cash. And I'm trying to determine how this works. Am I supposed to handcuff it to my wrist? Am I, you know, what, what do you wear to one of these? Is this, you know, trench coat and hat type thing? Or, you know, how, how does this work? I kind of felt like I was, you know, in a, a, a James Bond movie. Ended up meeting, meeting the Bitcoin broker. Of course, he comes walking in in shorts and a flip-flops and I think a tank top and a backwards baseball hat. I hand him the briefcase. He shoots the Bitcoin over from his wallet to my wallet. I can verify it on the phone. Says, thank you very much. And he says, oh, by the way, if you ever need to do this again in the future, I actually own a couple of Bitcoin ATMs in the area. You can just go to uh, a Bitcoin ATM, slide your credit card, and buy all the Bitcoin you want. Who knew? I had no idea there were such things. So we sent the Bitcoin to the hackers. Two hours later, we had the key, restored all the data, and uh, they were they were back up and running. So $10,000 later, but they were back up and running. So it was obviously a uh, very difficult lesson. Um, had we put the security in place on the Friday before, I believe the security software that we had to purchase was $400. So it uh, would have taken us an hour and would have required them to type their password one extra time uh, for one more layer of security, but would have alleviated this issue. So that's a story I like to use when I'm talking about security, trying to explain to clients why it's important what it can cost if they don't do it and tends to, you know, tends to perk up some ears at least anyway. Thanks so much for listening to IT Overdrive. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at itoverdrivepodcast.com for show notes and additional episodes. And if you have time, Please subscribe to the podcast and consider rating and reviewing the show. That will help other people find us. By the way, we really love to hear from listeners. Please email Kelly at kelly at heritech.com with your feedback or questions. Thanks again. We'll see you back here on IT Overdrive real soon.